whether it's personal issues or outside influences, sometimes we just need a mental recharge. Let's talk about how to do that. Let's get into it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. As always, I am your host, Yermayahu Dawid. I hope everybody's week has been going great. I hope your day, your night, uh, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to this in the car, on your lunch break, um, at home, wherever you're at, I just pray. I just pray that you're having peace and shalom wherever you may be listening to this. First of all, as always, I want to thank you all for taking your time to listen uh, to me ramble on about some things. And uh, hopefully uh, the things I do talk about on this channel um, actually help you in your personal life. Um, If they do, man, hey, give me a shout out, a DM on Instagram or on Facebook or or Twitter. Um, On Twitter, I'm at Yahoo 15 And um, yeah, just let me know how uh, Jacob C Podcast has blessed you, has helped you, has encouraged you, has motivated you to do something brand new in your life. Um, listen, listen, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe to this podcast. Um, share it uh, with your friends, your families, loved ones, your coworkers, whatever it may be. Um, also, if you like some Jacob C Podcast merchandise, you can always go to teespring.com and search Jacob C Podcast. Also, if you have not subscribed to our brand new YouTube channel, messianic hebrew tv please do that as well on youtube hit that subscribe button uh hit that bell that notification bell so you know every time we upload a brand new video on there as well um let's get right into it let's get right into it um obviously there's a lot of stuff going on right now whether it be police brutality whether it be the marches whether it be COVID 19 Um, Whether you be furloughed or laid off, um, whether you're relying on this um, unemployment check uh, to pay your bills, put food in your mouth. um, I don't know whether whether it's uh, you don't know if if your county's school is going to start up. You don't know where you're going to send your kids because you don't have time to be homeschooling your kid and you just stressed um, over all these different things. A lot of us just need a mental, mental recharge because our brain hurts. Let's put it plain and simple. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world right now. Uh, Like I said in the intro, whether it be personal or whether it be some outside influences, some of us just need that that pressure release off of our brain, off our mental. We need we need to go somewhere where we're not thinking about much, not totally vegging out, but thinking about something that is peaceful. Right. Um. So first of all, we're going to get uh, before we go into the carnality stuff. Right. Um, So there is some practical things that um, psychologists or psychiatrists have for us as far as to how to take a mental break. But first of all, we always want to go to the scriptures because the scriptures are going to guide us in the best way. So as a Messianic Hebrew, um, a Hebrew Israelite, a Messianic Israelite, uh, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, that is that's where we get our best recharge. That's where we uh, glean our most power from um, is from the scriptures. So first, we're going to be in we're going to be in Psalms. We're going to be in the book of Matthew. 
Um, and then we're also going to be in the book of Philippians. So we're going to start off in the book of Psalms. Uh, Psalms chapter one. I know this is one of my favorite Psalms. Uh, I, I think I believe I did a whole podcast about Psalms chapter one, just on uh, peaceful meditation that brings true peace. Right. Um, but Psalms chapter one reads, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So a lot of us are stressed out because we're walking in ungodly counsel. We're taking advice from ungodly people who cannot tell us the left from our right. Right. Nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of Yahuwah. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. So you're blessed if you meditate on the law of Yahuwah, the most high Elohim, day and night. That is the crust of that right there. Then it goes on, of course, to talk about how he is like a tree planted by the rivers of the water um, and how he brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall never wither, and wherever he goeth, he does, he shall prosper. Um, so if the first thing we need to do, if we want a peace of mind, if uh, around, I also did a podcast called Having Peace in the Midst of Chaos. Um, but if you want a, a mental recharge, the first place you need to go to is in the scriptures, the words of our most high Elohim. What does he have to say about you and your current situation in your life? Because we know that the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, they're living, they're moving, um, they're alive and they speak to your current situation right now today. So before you go to anywhere else, let the scriptures be the first place you go to so it can open and expand your mind so that the, the so that the Ruach or the set apart spirit can speak to you and send you to the to more places um, that can be beneficial to you, whether that's a family member, whether that's a friend uh, or whether that's professional help, whatever that may look like. Uh, but the first thing we need to do where it starts at is meditating on those scriptures both day and night. So not only do we need to meditate on the scriptures both day and night, uh, we go over to uh, the book of Matthew. Chapter six. Um, <clears throat> let's see, Matthew, chapter six. I want to say start in verse 30. No, 25. I'm sorry. Start in verse 25. Matthew 6, 25. It says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought to your for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feedeth them are you are ye not much better than they which of you by taking thought can add one cubic unto his stature and why take ye thought for a raiment consider the lilies of the field how they grow they toil not neither do they spin and yet i say unto you that even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these wherefore if elohim so cloweth the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow it casts unto the oven. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye little of faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherefore shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. 
But seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is evil thereof. So here Yahshua is teaching and he's telling his listeners, listen, look at the look at these these wild animals. They don't work. They don't they don't punch in a card. They don't collect any kind of money to be able to feed or clothe themselves, but they're clothed in their fur or whatever uh, skin they need to survive and whatever element they're surviving in and the field and the birds they eat. Um, the fields are, 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 are littered and they, they, they have their food. They're going through photosynthesis. They're getting the water they need and they don't do anything for it. So if the most high is doing that for them, how much more is he thinking about you? The one he calls son, the one he calls daughter. Let's quit worrying about um, where that next paycheck is coming from. I know it's hard. I get it. I understand it. I've been there. I've definitely been there. Uh, me and my wife have lived in some of the most deplorable neighborhoods in our cities um, to the point where we had mice infestations, roach infestations. Uh, there was drive bys in one neighborhood literally every weekend. Uh, the neighborhood was so bad, actually, when we did call the police, the few, the few times we did call them, we had to quit calling them. They would hang up on us because they wasn't coming up in that neighborhood. We had to fend for ourselves. Um, that's how bad it was. So I get it. So I'm not I'm not telling you anything um, and giving you any kind of advice that I haven't taken heed to my own self and haven't done my own self that's worked for me. And when I start um, when I quit worrying about where the next check was coming. When I quit worrying about, um, you know, when we go move out of this neighborhood, uh, when we find a home that, that we can afford the rent. Uh, thank God, you know, all praise to the most high. We ain't got to worry about rent no more. We own a home now. And that's all praise to the most high. Nothing if we did because we're not even righteous. Uh, but it's when, when we took that burden off of ourselves to worry about providing for ourselves. Because uh, as a man, I'm supposed to provide for my family. But as the most high Elohim, he's supposed to provide for all of his children. That's his job. Quit trying to micromanage Elohim. He knows what he's doing. He created everything. He got you. Because just like Yeshua said, even if you do worry, what, what can you add or take away from your day? Nothing. You're powerless. You can do nothing in and of yourself. So let's wait on the most high. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to fast. Let's continue to seek his kingdom and his kingdom is where if you read the scriptures is inside you. So there's a difference between the kingdom of Elohim and the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of the Shamayim. Um, and I may do a podcast on that. I don't know. Uh, that may probably more of a, a YouTube thing. Again, he, Messianic Hebrew TV on YouTube. Search that uh, subscribe to it. But anyhow, uh, seek the kingdom of Elohim, which is inside of you. So you seeking the Ruach HaKodesh, the set apart spirit. Um, that's what we should be seeking. We should be praying. We should be fasting um, so that we don't have to worry about those things and so that we are at ease in our minds. There's too much going on right now um, for us to be worrying about our next paycheck. Where are we going to get food? Um, and like, again, I, again, I get it. I've been in those situations, too. When I opened up my refrigerator, all I got in there literally was um, a half drinking gallon of milk. And in my pantry, the only thing I had was a box of popcorn. I'm telling y'all no lie. Like, I've been there. 
to the bottom of the barrel. I've been there. Um, but we have to put those things aside. And if we if we say that we trust the most high, we really have to act and live like it no matter what situation you're in. So if all you got is some milk and some popcorn in your house or you living in a 3000 square foot home, you know, marble floors, granite countertops and all this other different swimming pools and basketball courts and tennis courts in the back. However, the most high has blessed you or um, whatever situation that you may be in. We have to trust the most high for everything that we have. If we don't, your mind's not going to make it. You'll never get that mental recharge um, because we're, we're holding on to things that don't belong to us. Um, and lastly, we're going to go to uh, Philippians chapter four. And most of you know where I'm going. So Philippians chapter four. Starting at verse eight. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the Elohim of peace shall be with you. So Paul here is telling the Philipp the, the, the assembly at um, Philippians, um, he's telling them, listen. The things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of good report and of virtue and of praise. Think on these things because these are the things that will allow your mind to recharge, that will keep your mind in perfect peace. And that, that he was talking about um, some verses before this. So it's not about thinking about, uh, like I said, the next whatever. When is that coming? Um, it's not thinking about getting payback or revenge on somebody that's harmed you or hurt you. It's not thinking about, I don't know, uh, how mad you are at a family member. Uh, it's not thinking about how much you don't want to go to work today. Um, like those aren't the things that are true. Those aren't the things that are honest and just and lovely and of good report. Like we have to put positive things in our brain in order for our body to react in a positive way. Like, I know you hear a lot of people talk about positive and negative energy and all this stuff, and they sound weird and kooky. Um, but that's what Paul is telling you to do here. Like, absorb some of that positive energy. Think on the things that are positive. And it's really hard, beloved. I'm telling you now to think on positive things when you're putting junk in your head. So if all you're doing is getting on YouTube and watching um, hate, hateful, hateful speech, um, heated debates, Reality TV shows, Jerry Springer, Judge Judy, whatever it may be, um, Empire and the things like it. And not saying any of those things are bad in and of themselves, but if that's all that you're consuming, it's not going to be good for you. Like your brain is not going to make what's coming next. Beloved, remember, we are still getting lynched in 2020. There are literally protests that are going on talking about equality for the people of, of dark skin. Um, the Hebrew nation as a whole, because people are just throwing us all into one monolith. Um, two people have said something that are that, that haven't even acknowledged themselves that they follow the most high. Yah, uh, but now they have made it so that we all look like we're anti-Semitic. And if you listen to the previous podcast before this, you will know that the so-called black man um, is a Semite. 
We are Semitic people. We can't be anti ourselves, uh, but yet we've been put in this position. Um, as well as just, just there's a. Did y'all know that the bu- the the bubonic plague is back? I'm over here stuttering. I can't even get it out right. My soul don't even want to say it. But the bubonic plague is back. COVID nineteen ain't gone nowhere, and this is and they're just gonna get it's gonna get worse. So whatever you think about COVID nineteen, whether you think it's a hoax or uh, they're inflating their numbers, either way, people are dying. So whatever this is, five G, COVID nineteen, um. Uh, uh, chemical warfare, whatever, population control, um, silent genocide, whatever people coming up with, folks are dying. Folks are dying. And by now, you know, somebody you either know someone who has died or or has has allegedly died of this COVID-19 or, you know, someone who knows someone who has allegedly died of this COVID-19. So stuff is going on. And if we're not in these scriptures, if we're worrying about if we if we're consistently worrying and we're consistently not filling our brains with things that are true and honest and positive and of good report and of virtue and of praise, then you're 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 going to have constant headaches. You're going to be constantly tired all the time. You're going to be drained of energy. You're going to be um, quick tempered. Your temperament is going to be really quick. You're not going to have any patience with anybody. And that's not somebody that that I'm sure you like. Uh, you don't want yourself to be like that, nor is that anybody that anybody wants to be around. Um, so we have to take mental recharge. And I know that mental health is not talked about a lot um, in the in the uh, African-American community, especially not especially not in the Hebrew community. Um, but it needs to be talked about more. Mental health is so, so important, especially for people who have 400 years worth of trauma sitting on your brain and in your DNA. Look up epigenetics, epigenetics, epigenetics. Um, it tells us that trauma or, or not necessarily trauma, but physical, but traits, traits and experiences are passed down through our DNA epigenetics and trauma for our people are one of them, whether it's being lynched, burned, raped, pillaged, whipped, um, Whatever it may be, it's passed down through our DNA and all that stuff is weighing on us as a people. So we need to talk a little bit more about mental health and how to get our brain right, how to get our brain right. So um, I told you about the scriptures. So let's go to some some outside sources here. This is um, healthline.com. I don't recommend them for anything. I don't know much about them. Um. Outside of that, they have some very good tips on how to recharge mentally. Um, This article also talks about how to recharge physically. Um, If you want to read the whole article, I'll put it a link in the podcast description. Um, But pretty much an overview, it says in everyday life, leave it is everyday life leaving you drained. In today's fast paced world, being busy seems like some something to be proud of. Between work all day, eating on the run, and having little time for fun and relaxation, it's normal to feel exhausted at last at least some of the time. But always feeling worn out isn't healthy. It can also leave you less productive and less happy. If you're facing everyday exhaustion, it might help to take some steps to recharge your personal battery. Here are some ideas that may help you energize your mind and body. All right. 
So we're going to skip the physical right now. And that's very important, too. Uh, but for this, for the sake of this podcast, we're just focusing on how to uh, mentally recharge. All right. So when it comes to recharging your personal battery, it is important to pay attention to your mind. Thinking about the things that stress us out often makes it harder to recharge. So we don't need a doctor to tell us that because Yahshua just told us that in Matthew chapter six. So I'll read that again. Thinking about things that stress you out makes it harder to recharge. Here are some things you can do to soothe and energize your mind. Number one, make a list of your accomplishments. It's common to feel that you can't keep up or are not doing enough. If you're feeling overwhelmed, sit down and jot down a short list of your accomplishments. This can give you motivation and energy to move forward. So I am a living testament to this because sometimes even with all the stuff that I'm doing, um, whether it's success at my job, whether it's doing the podcast or the YouTube channel or uh, whatever I'm doing at my assembly, it's very hard to to realize what you're doing because you can't see yourself doing it a lot of times because you're, you're in the moment. So it takes somebody from the outside looking in to say, yo, man, you're killing it or you're doing a great job at this. You're doing a great job at that. But sometimes you have to for yourself, you have to take a take a pause or back in the 90s, say, take a chill pill. Uh, sit your tail down and just jot down if it's a week, a month, a day, all the things that you have set out to accomplish in this year and the things that you have done and accomplished or some of the things that weren't even on your list, but you just did it anyway and you got it done. Like that's very important to acknowledge yourself and the things that you are doing, um, because anytime you get a good report, whether it's from yourself or from others, it releases endorphins in your body and it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Uh, number two, let and these are not in any particular order of importance, just they all need to be done. Right. Let go of past mistakes. A common source of stress comes from focusing on past mistakes. Help let go of the past by focusing on your goals for the future. So a lot of us get stuck. A lot of us get stuck because we feel that whatever we did last year, last month, last week, last night or, or right before you listen to this podcast is that's the end like and we punish ourselves for it and i'm not condoning your actions if you're wrong but i am saying that there if you're still breathing if you're listening to this podcast there is room for reconciliation with the most high yah for whatever you did so when you get to a place where you can stop in your car or a place where you can be alone at your job or if you're at your house right now like you need to fall to your knees or if you're driving, don't do that. But you need to pray to the most high God and ask for forgiveness. Um, one of the best, one of the prayers I love is the prayer of Manasseh. Uh, Manasseh is one of the most wicked kings of Judah. He did some diabolical stuff. Yet when he realized what he did and turned the other way and repented, his whole prayer. That's how powerful that is. He has a whole book, just just his prayer. Like he understood he did wrong. He understood that he had to go repent before the most high Elohim. And he did that. And we need to do the same thing. And when we repent, we need to let it go and move forward. And sometimes it's not even a sin that we're in. Sometimes you made a mistake at your job and it's stressing you out because you think your job is about to fire you. You need to just chill out. Pray, ask the most high to 
put his hand in that situation. And even if they let you go, know that he got you and you got to move forward. If it's mistakes in relationships, listen, beloved, getting in brand new relationships does not fix um, uh, 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 bad relationship habits, past bad relationship habits. The only way to fix relationship habits is to take those head on. Like, like if you are bad with commitment, you just need to get better at committing or learn how to say no. Learn how to say, let me check on that. Learn how to say maybe. Quit telling all these people yes when you know you can't, you know you cannot commit to something. Don't tell them yes. Learn the power of no. That will free your mind. So if it's a mistake at work, a mistake in relationships, a mistake in parenting, you haven't been in your child's life for God knows how long. Uh, you, you disciplined your child. Come to find out that, that your child wasn't in the wrong. Be an adult and apologize to your child when you're wrong. Yes, I said it. Apologize to your child and show grace and mercy to your child when you're wrong. So that when they grow up, they understand the concept of grace and mercy. Because as much as we don't want to admit it, we attribute a lot of the character of the Most High because of what we've seen in our parents. So I'll say that again. We approach the Most High because he's a father, right? We approach the Most High just sometimes just like we approach our parents. So a lot of people really can't flow with the scriptures because they keep hearing about this benevolent, merciful, loving uh, father who's also full of rage and wrath and all this other stuff as well. But their father was a piss poor father. And you may be that father that's listening to this. Their mother was a piss poor mother. And you may be that mother that's listening to this. And they can't rectify a right relationship with the Most High because their relationships with their parents are jacked up. And obviously that's not going to be a, a, an excuse if they don't get it right when he comes back. But man, that's a huge hurdle to jump over. And if you're that parent and you're listening to this podcast, hey man, be, be that bigger parent. Whatever, whatever reason why you, why you couldn't have that relationship with your child, whether you were just ignorant and didn't want to raise no kids, whether you knew you, you just made a mistake and you didn't have the capacity to raise that kid in the right way and you had to give it up for, for adoption um, or drugs, whatever it may be, like be the adult in the situation. Call your kid up, hit him up on Facebook, Instagram, however you get in contact with him. And apologize. And it does not matter what the reaction of that child is because you're not apologizing for them. You're apologizing for yourself. You're apologizing to them, but not for them. They have to deal with the hurt and the pain in the right way in their own situation. But you also have to learn how to forgive yourself and deal with the hurt and deal with the hurt and pain that you have caused. You have to deal with that. We cannot wallow in our past mistakes. On the lighter side, do something fun, man. Do something fun. Listen, I got my whole family together, my wife, my kids, my mama, my daddy. I said, listen, y'all, we need to take a vacation. And everybody was able to get the days off. Um, and it's, it's going to be a blast. Where we going? So even in the midst of all this COVID stuff and all this stuff, there are places that are open and that will allow you to come. There's hotels that are open and all this other stuff. If you're willing to do that, even if it's a daycation. So you, if you live next to a big city that happens to be open or just riding around town or going to a park or 
uh, just going camping for a night, like whatever it may be, like just get away from your house for some hours, for some days, for some weeks. Heck, if you can afford it for some months and just relax, relax your body, relax your mind and do some fun stuff, man. Do some arts and crafts, uh, play some music, do some dancing, uh, shoot, learn a new instrument. Like just just have a good time so that you can relax and get all this just craziness off of your mind. Uh, next, take breaks from things and people that bring you down. Holla. I say that again. Take breaks from things and people that bring you down. If certain people or situations have you feeling down, take a break from them. This could mean putting certain relationships on hold until you have the energy to deal with them. Listen, sometimes we don't have the bandwidth to deal with some folks. We don't have the capacity to deal with some folks. And we keep putting ourselves in situations where we're in front of their face. We're at their house. We're at their parties more than we need to be. They at our house more than they need to be. Learn to say, listen, man, you ain't got to make it personal to them. Just listen. I need a break from everybody. Not just you. Everybody. I need a recharge. And man, and, and cut them folks off. Give yourself a week, two weeks, three, however long you need. You know your own self. However long you need to recharge your mind and your body. And then afterwards, have an honest conversation with that person, especially if they're a friend or family. They should understand. Like, listen, you bring a lot of ne negative energy, you know, in my atmosphere and I can't I can't handle that. So either you're going to have to change your attitude or we're going to have to uh, rethink this relationship. We grown. You just have to be that blunt. Like if you're not bringing something that I can grow from. Because in a lot of situations, when somebody's draining you, that's because you're giving yourself over to that person way too much. And that relationship is not reciprocal. So you're giving a lot of yourself, but you're getting nothing back. So if if that person is growing and always happy and bringing and just dumping all they mess on you it's because you're letting them and they know that they can do that and get away with it without you letting without them having your mess dumped on them. So it's a one way street. So y'all need to rethink that relationship if that's what's going on, because usually that's what's happening when you're around people that's getting you down or somebody's just blatantly negative all the time. Just just because that's who they are. Like you need to be away from that person regardless anyway. Like if they they're if they're never growing and those people who never grow and they never want to grow, they bring in the same old mess, the same old drama, the same old baby mama, this baby daddy, that. Uh, my job this, I can't wait to quit. And they still there 15 years later, they mama this, they daddy this, they brother, they sister, they cousin, uh, they greasy grandmama. All of it. All on you. All the time. Like, it's it's cool to have friends you can vent to, but when someone's always messy, maybe it's them that's the mess and not everybody around them. You gotta think about that. And have those honest conversations. Spend time with close friends and family. Good people tend to radiate good energy, recharge by spending more time with the people who boost you up and are supposed to uh, uh, bring and are not supposed to bring you down. So obviously this happens for us at every Shabbat. Um, if you follow Torah, if you're listening to this and you follow Torah, I hope you are. So every Shabbat, you should be recharged. Um, you should be around people who have great energy, who uh, motivate you, um, who influence you who just just genuinely love on you because of who you are and want nothing in return for that love. 
That's what Shabbat's all about. Being around like-minded people, being around your brothers and sisters, giving the most high worship and also learning from the scriptures. So being around family, worshiping the most high and learning from the scriptures. That's what that's what Shabbat is all about. That's the kind of rest we get at Shabbat. That rest is definitely a huge recharge. And even outside of Shabbat, man, make those friends in your assembly or your camp, whatever it may be like, make those friends uh, there as well. Um, and, and some of us are still connected to our uh, family members who may not have turned back to the covenant. And that's OK, too. Um, if they are positive, if they bring you good energy, um, if they have wise counsel, right, be around them, be around. Them. I, I call my grandmother as much as I can, because uh, although she's not turned back to this covenant, when I'm in a pinch, she does have wise counsel. Uh, she's been on this earth for 80 years and been through a whole lot, both her and my grandfather. Uh, my grandfather's passed away um, a few years ago, but my grandmother's still alive and, and she does give good counsel, wise counsel. Right. Um, let's see here. Meditate or pray. So this is huge push for meditation. And obviously, as I said in uh, Psalms, read Psalms that we need to be meditating on the scriptures both day and night. I mean, in constant prayer, too. So um, if you if you do it, how our ancestors did it and in the, the, the Hebraic culture way and praying three times a day, don't let those just be your only three prayers. Um, like like Shaul would say, or Paul, pray without ceasing. Like when you think about something, if you just wanted this communication with the most high, if you have a good prayer, um, a good prayer life, you can talk every day because although you're talking if you if you good like that, you should expect a response. Exactly what I said. If you good like that with the most high and you're praying to him, you're communicating to him on a daily basis. You should expect a response and also communication with the most high just puts you at ease. Avoid multitasking. First of all, I'll read what they say. Then I, I give my two cents. It says multitasking is a quick way to get uh, stressed out instead of multitasking which also makes you more prone to mistakes. Try to focus on finishing one task at a time. Making a checklist can help you stay focused and keep track of what you've accomplished. Listen, first of all, multitasking is not, it's, it's, in, it's virtually impossible and it does stress you the heck out because you're trying to do multiple things at the same time, which nobody can do. And then like it says, you will make a mistake. And then sometimes we get stuck in again. We go, this just vicious cycle of being stuck in past mistakes because we're trying to multitask. And I'll say multitasking is impossible because no one has ever showed me that somebody's brain on both sides of their brain can be firing at the same time. Number one. Um, number two, in order to multitask, it would it would mean that you are doing two things, two different things at the very same time. Never, ever seen that done. Um, usually when people multitask, it's a pseudo multitasking. So you have, you're doing half of a job. So for instance, I cannot iron my clothes and fold them at the same time. You're, you're, you fold it. Maybe I fold a t-shirt. I'll stop and go over and iron a t-shirt. Like I've stopped to do something to walk over to do something else. Maybe you're doing a back and forth thing and that's how you make mistakes, but you cannot truly multitask. So please stop trying. It's just going to bring you stress and headache. Um, the last few things, and we'll get out of here. Take a break from technology. Put them phones, iPads, tablets, Android devices. Put them down. 
put them. Number one, it's just not good for our brain anyway. Get off your laptop, all that stuff. Put it down. Put it down. It says others, others lives often seem perfect on social media, but they are but they rarely are. Feeling like you have to live up to a certain expectation can be draining. Put social media on pause. I've done this before. I, I'm going to start doing it um, more regularly just to get off social media because we do look at certain people's lives and be like, dang, I wish I was killing it like him. I wish I was killing it like her, not knowing that when they turn that camera off, uh, when that when that picture is getting done taken, they go back to their crappy life, sometimes crappier than yours. Sometimes they would they would they would give their their a ligament to be in the situation you're in. But they got to keep up this farce because they're an Instagram model. They're such and such celebrity. They're the, this that Facebook influencer and all this other foolishness. Um, and then when we try to be like them, we realize how stressful it is. Like we, we wonder why we're so stressed because you're trying to be like someone who is in a prison of their own making. They're not free. We have to recharge by taking breaks from social media on a, on a consistent basis. Then lastly, uh, write a journal. Keeping a journal is a great way to help reduce stress by expressing your feelings. Try to write for at least five minutes a day at the start of each day or the end of each day. Doing so can also help you sort through any problems you may be facing. So writing a journal is awesome because you can get your feelings out there. Um, and being in touch with your feelings is not a bad thing. Like you have to be in touch with how you feel. You have to communicate that either to yourself or to someone, because if you don't, you'll have all that stuff bottled in you and you'll be going off on people. You'll always be angry. Like a lot of us are in the situations we're in because we have some undealt with trauma, undealt with feelings that manifest themselves in sometimes violent or just not so perfect behavior. All right. Um, a lot of things that our exhaustion is linked to, um, it's linked to too much or too little physical activity. So either you're doing way too much or you, or you, or you have a, a couch potato jet, la- jet lag or something else that confuses your, um, your, 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 your sleep rhythm, insomnia or lack of sleep medications such as antihistamines and cough medicine, poor eating habits, stress trauma, drug or alcohol use. If you try these methods and uh, above and still feel exhausted all the time, you may want to consider seeking a doctor. And like I said before, listen, seeking professional help is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, Sometimes some of us need that and you should not be embarrassed that you need it, but nor should you, if you don't want to be blasting your information all over the place either. But having a therapist is something that's very, very healthy. Um, and most jobs pay for that. Um, I know a lot of at least uh, the Affordable Care Act, I, I believe, pays for that. Uh, if you don't currently have a job that offers health care, but most health care insurance is paid for some type of mental therapy uh, because they don't want you coming to work one day and decide you want to off everybody at your job. So they'll definitely pay for some 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 mental therapy. Um, but that's my time for the day. Um, brothers and sisters, I hope this has helped you. Um, I hope that whatever you're going through or not going through, um, even when you're having the, you may be have, living your best life right now. And that's awesome. All praise to the most high for that. But you still also need to recycle and rehearse some of these things um, so that your brain, that your mind can always be charged up, always be fresh, 
always be ready because we never know what's coming our way. Um, and we don't want to be always focused on negative things or stressing out on things or um, in that nature. So uh, go back through this podcast, listen to the uh, listen over to the things, make a list of the things that were said. And hopefully this helps you uh, recharge your brain in a world currently full of chaos. Again, whether that's your personal chaos or um, some outside influences, as always, keep it 98 plus two. Seek truth, live it out, inform others. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast. If you have not already, we ask that you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, as well as sharing it on your social media outlets. You can find Jacob Seed Podcast on Instagram at Jacob Seed 12, as well as on Facebook at Jacob Seed Podcast. Ever want to know how to be a part of the podcast? You can call the podcast voicemail at 901 300 7474 and leave a one minute comment or question and we will play it on the next episode ever want to know how to support the podcast you can go on facebook and press the learn more button or you can go on instagram and press the link in the bio if you do not have facebook or instagram you can simply go to jacobc12.witsite.com slash podcast that's jacobc12 dot wix site dot com slash podcast select store and find ways to support this podcast we thank you we love you and as always we wish you shalom